Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, hey, hey everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies. <laughs> uh, Homes Alone version, coming to you once again from doomsday it's sunday may 3rd 2020 and this show is happening courtesy of zoom uh dug out to zany's comedy club in uh both the clubs in chicago and rosemont where i've been doing annual shows on may 4th and may 5th but this year uh they've been pushed back to august and august uh, 30 and 31st We'll see if it's safe to congregate by then. I'm guessing not. I've got three, count them three, great guests who all took an hour out of their day of doing nothing. Actually, the busiest days of their lives from what I've been hearing. Uh, But they took an hour out of their busy days to be here with me, and I appreciate that. It's Allison Rosen, Jesse Joyce, and Ross Marquand. Hello. Hello. I didn't get Hello. it. <laughs> and you're supposed to sing it like the Three Stooges. Hello. 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 Perfect. Uh, let's meet. Let's meet everybody individually and alphabetically. Uh, starting with Jesse Joyce is here. Oh, hey, what's up? Hey, Jesse. Uh, working hard, cracking jokes with the uh, Jimmy Kimmel crew uh, on his show right now, eh? Yep, that's right. Yes, just firing jokes off into a Slack uh, app uh, on a daily basis. <laughs> uh, but it's, uh, you know, it's good work if you can get it, right? Oh, no, no, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm one of the few people that can still keep writing it these days, you know, like and get paid for it. So, uh, yeah, because, you know, so much else is shut down. But the nice thing about the late night shows is they can just like do it from a closet in their house, you know? So, yeah, but I think, I, I think I could speak for most late night writers when I say uh, the, probably the number one perk of being on a show like that is getting to watch the bands when they come through and play. And uh, so that element is certainly gone for a while. You know, it's, I, I'm, I'm an anomaly in that way in that I absolutely do not give a hot fuck about live music and I never have. <laughs> and and people, like people have various levels of outrage at me for that. And I don't know where you guys <laughs> fall on that. This is a movie podcast. So I thought this was safe territory, but uh, yeah, I, I've never, I've been to two concerts in my life and I really couldn't possibly be bothered to watch people well, play music. What two? I think the big question. Yeah. What are the big, what are the two concerts? Yeah. Well, okay, one was ACDC, and that was my own doing in high school. And then uh, I was kind of, like, turned off by the concept 
because it was a bunch of dudes my dad's age pissing in the sink at an arena. And I was like, oh, okay, this is weird. And then uh, in college, I was trying to date some, I went on a date with a girl to a Smashing Pumpkins concert, but I didn't really care about that one. That was more just because it was a date. And then I realized like, ah, you know what? I'm an adult. I don't need to pretend to like to watch people play music, you know? Like, <laughs> but how you know, did you feel about ACD? Crazy. I mean, aside from the sink pissing, did you like ACDC? Yeah, yeah. I liked, I liked them in high school. I liked the music, but I have a, it's like watching, to me, like a concert is like, watching someone cook you know like it's not the <laughs> point like like i like i enjoy music i like to listen to music but music is a thing you can listen to without what observing it do you know what i'm saying like to me the the actual math of seeing someone play drums is utterly uninteresting to me like i i enjoy the sound the drums make but i don't care to sit there and watch them make it does that make sense to you i don't yeah, I get I it. I've lost I, everybody. You know, <laughs> it's like, um, you know, it's similar to like, uh, you know, museums. Like, I don't know. I don't know how long, to, you know, uh, you know, I don't know what amount of time you're supposed to spend with any particular piece of art. And so similarly, when you're at a concert, like, you know, I just don't know how okay it is to be like, oh, I wish this song would end and they get to the next one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You, you have, we have like every recorded option to li like, you could listen to it while you drive or do another thing to me. I don't know. It like, I feel like uh, musicals and opera are different because there's a thing to see, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. there's something else going on. There's like a story, but to just like listen to somebody play their set list is like, I, I, I don't, I don't need to watch this. You know, that's what's, that's what's funny to me is the, um, you know, most people that hate musicals do love watching a band play. And I'm like, well, it's the same thing without a story. Like you're getting less, you're getting less entertainment for your dollar. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a guy dressed like the Lion King running around. That's far more interesting to me. <laughs> uh, okay. Thank you for being here. Uh, also joining us. Uh, taking a break from uh, the fake apocalypse uh, to be with us during the real apocalypse. It's Ross Marquand. Hello. Hey, dude. Thank you for having me. How you doing? I'm, I'm so uh, happy that you're uh, you're here. Me too, man. It's been <laughs> been a weird few months. What the hell's going on? I don't know what's going on with uh, you. Uh, have a season of walking dead that's like i don't know how much you can talk about but it's like there's stuff that's been shot correct yeah i mean we've we've filmed all of uh season 10 um so that's all done we they just need some extra time to do the post on uh, the last episode but um we were supposed to head back to season 11 or to begin filming season 11 this last week but obviously that's not happening anytime soon so but who knows? The governor of Georgia is like, hey, it's totally fine. You can come back to work. So maybe we will be coming back to work soon. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody's going to have to wear uh, masks, and then they're going to have to have zombie makeup on some and regular mm. face makeup on others. That's a really good idea. <laughs> or you just have to write, they just have to write into the script that there's a, a biological threat as well, and everyone just wears masks all the time. Yeah, I like that. It's a good idea. And like, I like, it. like when zombies are coming at you, you don't kill them anymore. You just slip a mask onto their face so they don't give you the disease. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should come right for us, man. This is a good idea. <laughs> so like, yeah. I, it's, I it's, it's so season, many ideas. <laughs> it's season 11, too. So, I mean, like, I feel like anything goes. I feel like we're, we're bound to have a musical episode at some point this season. So. <laughs> My fingers crossed. That would be so great. Yeah. And uh, also joining us today is Allison Rosen. Hello. When you said we were going to go alphabetically, I was like rubbing my hands together like, it's my time. Because uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to start with, you know, first names. And then I, uh, wow, what, what a cruel surprise it turned out to be. <laughs> I'm, I'm last. I also feel like I left Jesse hanging. Yes, that makes sense. I personally would like to see ACDC, but I understand what you're saying. Thank you. Thanks. I appreciate that. I've got a music question for you, Allison. Lay it on me. Uh, 
How often in your life have you had to hear, you know, have people quoted to you lines from that Elvis Costello song, uh, Veronica? (laughs) (laughs) See what I did? Do you see what I did? I, that was, what a classic misdirect. I I do, I, back in the days of, for some reason it was more in the days of answering machines than voicemail. I would get a lot of people singing that classic Veronica on my answering machine. Um, I don't get it that much anymore though. Hmm. All right, well, my aim is true. Both both of my (laughs) wives have had to deal with Jesse's girl. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Is that what drove them away? Or one, or <laughs> well, one still, of them? I still have the best wife. I have the better one. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I, it might have had something to do with it, yeah. But what about your kids, too? Do you have any girls? I do. I have a, oh, that's right. I have a daughter. Yeah, I mean, not, yeah. that wasn't, I didn't mean like, oh, that's right, I have a daughter. Like, I just remembered I have a daughter. I just put it together because you said it, that she is also technically Jesse's girl now. So, yeah, yeah. she'll have to deal with that, yeah. How crazy would it be if your wife's name was uh, was uh, Stacy? <laughs> <laughs> that Mom has got to go. That on. one kid would be Stace, would be Jesse's girl, and and then Stacy would be her mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, well, no, wait. The girl she would have to be named Stacy. The daughter she would be Jesse's girl, and wait, oh, no, because the mom is okay. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So right. <laughs> No, and, and so there would be a lot of factors. My wife would have to be, which she, my wife is very attractive, but she would have to be so attractive that somebody would randomly sing that about my daughter's mom and simultaneously have me as the dad. So, but the math works. You're right. I, don't, I told you, I don't know anything about music. And, and also <laughs> you mentioned, which is accurate, that this is a movie podcast. However, I need to know, because I feel... Um, like a completist right now. Are there any Ross songs? Ooh, gosh. I don't know if there are. I don't, I don't think there's any songs with Ross in the title. Not that I, wow, that's making me feel horribly inadequate right now. Shit. There, How irrelevant. Even, there's nothing even that Lisa Kudrow like sang in the coffee <laughs> shop and friends about oh, David Schroeder. Oh, yeah, character. like Smelly, Smelly Ross. Yeah. Smelly Ross. I never, I never saw that show. Um, I've seen like a, a couple episodes, but I never really watched it, so I'm not really sure about that. Oh, now's your time well, to catch up. See, the is shitty it? thing about pop culture, Ross, is you don't have to have ever even heard Jesse's Girl to have dumbasses at weddings sing it to you all the time. So, right. so yeah, so somebody would have let you know if that song existed, I guess. Exactly, right. Yeah. Yeah, you're just going to have to settle for uh, with uh, Ross dressed for less. <laughs> yeah, and I, and, I, and I do. I shop there all the time. That's one of my favorite stores. Can we maybe write a Raw song today? Is that possible? Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> we're not feeling that. Uh, <laughs> hard pass think, from Jesse. I'm hearing. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't think the unions will let us. Uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, because I just issue. pulled out my cello. Should I put it back? <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't put it back. Please play it. <laughs> Okay, I, I love that. I love that, that, that. There's a cello as the bass instrument for this song <laughs> as well. That's gonna be yeah, a really yeah, epic yeah. song. Oh, boom, 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 <laughs> boom, boom, boom. And, and how effortlessly you were able to lift such a heavy instrument so quickly. Boom, 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 boom. Ross, Ross, Ross. <laughs> All right. Um, could you give us uh, any new impressions, Ross? I know that you like to do extremely brief impressions. Yeah, I think, um, I don't remember if I did last time. I, I just, I cracked the code on Jeff Bridges recently in the last few, several months. And then I also cracked the code on John Hurt today because I knew you were going to ask. And I was watching V for Vendetta the other day and I was doing my most irate John Hurt. And it felt really <laughs> good. I, I, I was like, oh shit. I don't know. I, I never, never tried John Hurt until I watched V for Vendetta, which by the way, Watch that movie again if you haven't seen it in a while because it's very timely, if you know what I mean. Um, but uh, yeah, John Hurt. That was great. That was, that was very good. Well, I, I, I forget if you did Jeff Bridges before, but I, I can never get enough a Jeff Bridges impression. Let's hear some Jeff Bridges. Okay, man, you know, but I do like the older Jeff, man, you know, the guy, you know, dude, Doug, you know, you like uh, the, the, the dude who likes to, to smoke a little weed after taking a Viagra, you know what I mean, man, you know, uh, 
Not so much like <laughs> Tron, Jeff Bridges, like more, more like, you know, nowadays Jeff Bridges, my favorite. Yeah. That was, yeah, from, I, that was from True Grit, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was, that's, you know, it's funny, the True Grit and uh, Lebowski, uh, the dude, were uh, two of his more similar, similar roles, as it turns out. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, you just throw an eye patch on him and he's pretty much the same guy. Doug, did I ever tell you I, I, I wrote a musical version of Tron in college? Did I ever tell you about that? I think you did. And I think I was delighted by that idea. Yeah. <laughs> I, I put it up too and I really want to rewrite it and pitch it to Disney to see if they'll let me do it. Because I, I feel like the world needs Tron the musical right now more than anything. Yeah, and as big corporations go, Disney has a great sense of humor about itself. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Good luck. Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> here's the part where I say, let the games begin. Um, I'd like to start with a new game suggested by Greg Bernhard on uh, social media, at Greg Bernhard. Uh, I like this idea a lot. Um, it's called Liar Liar. And I'm going to name a movie and three actors. And I'll go to you each uh, individually. Back to the dreaded alphabetical order. Uh, oh. So you'll be third. Oh. <laughs> um I'll give you uh, the name of a movie and three actors. You just tell me which one is not in that movie. And if you get it wrong, then the next person has a chance to steal and so on. So the third person could get a, a gimme if the first two people screw it up. Well, now it's really working out for me. Yeah. It, it could, yeah. But these, these two, they're not going to screw up. Well, Doug, before I, I came on here, I looked at my past episodes on your wiki thing, and I think I've lost every single one. So, so uh, here we go. Yeah, you never know. Anybody can win these things. Uh, we'll start with you, Jesse. The motion picture is called Home Alone. Mm -hmm. Who was not in Home Alone between these three people? Hope Davis, Kieran Culkin, or Donald Trump? Uh, Hope, Hope, who was the, what was their last name? Davis, Hope, Hope Davis. Hope Davis is definitely not in that one. Oh, no, 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 wait, 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 no, I'm sorry. Donald Trump is in Home Alone 2. I, I hope I didn't, so, yeah, it's Donald Trump. He's not in the original Home Alone. All right, you figured it out in time. That is correct. Donald Trump does not appear in the first Home Alone, but he is in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. One of the dumber cameos in <laughs> film history. Yes, it feels really like it was just set up by the city of New York and they didn't realize that the city of New York wasn't as into Trump as they thought that he, that he was. <laughs> I, I, honestly, um, I feel like what it was is that he owned the hotel for that brief window of time and that was the condition on which he let them film. Yeah, it was like, you have to show sense. that I'm the owner of it. You know? Yeah, yeah, so. makes perfect sense. Yeah. All right, so Jesse, you got one point. We're going to start with Ross on this next one. Ross Marquand, Godfather Part 3. Ooh. Who's not in it? Abe Vigoda, George Hamilton, or Bridget Fonda? Oh, shit. And don't, don't do think... your uh, don't do your work out loud because it helps the next person. Okay, good, good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I thought you, you were going to tell me not to do my, my Marlon Brando impression. Um, you can I if you want to. I think I think I don't think Ed Bagoda, <laughs> I don't think Abe Bagoda was in the third one. I think he was done by then. So not Abe Bagoda, I don't think. That's your final answer. I think so because. I mean, I, I've, I think I've only seen Godfather Part 3 once or twice. It was not my favorite, but yeah, I think I'm going to go with Abe Vigoda. Abe Vigoda is correct. Yes. Yay. Nice work. Allison, here you go. The, mm -hmm. the 
Fellas, each got theirs right, so let's see what you can do with this I one. I know. I, this, um, uh, this is going to be hard to beat with their one point. <laughs> I've, got, I've got so much faith in you. Thank you. Here we go. Uh, the motion picture is called Cocoon. Okay. Aussie Davis, Steve Gutenberg, or Rance... Howard, who is not in Cocoon? Ossie Davis, Steve Gutenberg, or Rance Howard? Oh, this is hard, and I'm going to keep my work internal. So <laughs> I am going to say Rance Howard. That is incorrect. Oh, rats. Jesse. I was going to say Rance Howard was a name you just made up, <laughs> but, uh, but no. Rance okay. Howard is, uh, I just is Ron Howard's up. dad, and he's, oh, okay. in a lot of, he's in a lot of Ron's movies. Got it. Okay. All right. Uh, okay, so I can steal it. So, uh, sorry. So, who are the other two? <laughs> well, that's part of the fun of the steal is I'm not going to remind oh, you. Oh, shit. Okay. Then, uh, <laughs> number two. <laughs> no, it was... Uh, it was Ossie Davis or Steve Gutenberg. Okay. Uh, Ossie Davis was not in it. That is correct. He was okay. not in it. It's a bunch of old white people. There wasn't an old black guy in there. But uh, That was my but, second guess. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's all about narrowing it down. Yeah. Is Rance and, uh, short for something? What kind of name is Rance? Um, let's see. Well, it's and like Rance maybe, Priebus. Is it Rance? Uh, that's yeah, Rance, I was going to say, Rance. Yeah, he's Rance. Rance. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Rance is like short for rancid, probably. <laughs> <laughs> he was born hey. during the Great Depression. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. listen, I don't want to go off on a Rance here. But, uh, <laughs> um, it's your, you get to go first, Ross, on this next one. Come. Who is not in Gremlins 2, The New Batch? Brett Favre, Leonard Malton, or Christopher Lee? Uh, Brett Favre. I mean, Brett Favre seems like the obvious choice, but I I don't think Brett Favre was in that movie. He couldn't have been. That was 92. Brett Favre wasn't really a thing. I guess he was a thing back then. Shit. I don't, I don't think Brett Favre was in it. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I'm going to go with Brett Favre. That is correct. Whew. Oh, man. Nice. Yeah. They had a couple of famous – had some famous football players in it, but not him. And Leonard Malton, it's one of Leonard Malton's only, like, two movie appearances. He always says no, but he, he said yes to that one because, uh, you know, he got to be attacked by gremlins. And – um yeah, the late great Christopher Lee was uh, was he was a scientist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so now uh, Ross and Jesse have two points. So Allison, you need to get on the board here. I know it's a lot of pressure. This is a. I think this is a tough one too. Oh no! Because you thought the last one was an easy one. I think. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, the movie's called My Best Friend's Wedding. Oh, I hate that movie but maybe that'll help me. <laughs> yeah, I think it might. Who's not in it? Dylan McDermott, Dermot Mulroney, or Paul Giamatti? Fuck. The Dylan McDermott, Dermot Mulroney thing is a classic confusing thing, but I think Dermot Mulroney is not in it. That's incorrect. What? I know. Wait, did I just say Dermot Mulroney? Because I meant Dylan McDermott. Ah! What is I this? A Nikki, this is a Nikki Glaser situation. I forgot to ask if it was your final answer. I know, but I think I'd already said it was my final answer. It just, just so every, I know that I'm not getting this point. I can feel it slipping away from me, even <laughs> if, though I don't think I ever had it. But just so everyone is very clear in my head, I was picturing Dermot Mulroney, and my mouth said the wrong one. Yeah, I, t I too am picturing Dermot Mulroney right now. Yeah. Oh well, 
I, yeah. I just want everyone to know that I knew. <laughs> I just messed up, which is almost worse. Yeah, well, here's the best part is Jesse now, all he has to do. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, okay. Is, is figure out what was the truth and what, was, what wasn't in that exchange. Um, who's not I, in I, my best I, friend's I, wedding? Well, now I'm like, I never really appreciated the confusion of between their names before until this, and now it's all a big soup in my head. So uh, I'm going to say Donald Trump again is not in. <laughs> Um, no, uh, I'm going to say, wait, shit. What did she say? Uh, uh, oh, okay. So it's, uh, it's Dylan McDermott is who's not in it. He's the one that's not in it. That's correct. Okay. Enjoy good. my point. Thank you. Sorry. So, yeah. so there's Dylan McDermott, Dermot Mulroney, Rupert Everett. Is that what the other guy's name? Was that the other guy in my best friend's wedding? Yeah. He's in there. Yeah. There's so many names. It sounds so similar. Yeah, yeah. The British have a way of giving everybody the exact same sounding name. They're, they're a couple of them are British, right? Or just no, Rupert Everett? Any of them are. Well, but, Rupert uh, Everett's definitely British. Dylan McDermott. Oh yeah, he is. But Dylan McDermott has uh, has like gray shoe polish in his hair for a, a character he's playing now on that Ryan Murphy Netflix show Hollywood. Oh. Um, is that so good? I, I like it, but it's just to me, it's weird that he's like, he's just like playing the old guy too early in his career, and it just it doesn't seem real. Like when eighth graders put on a musical, and some of them have to play adults. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just as his gray hair. I'm not buying it. I mean, right. it makes him look like Richard Gere, but you know, Richard Gere's been gray for fucking ever. You know. Um, okay, so congratulations, Jesse. You won wow. the first game today. Thanks, guys. Yeah, is, I, I think this is the first game I've ever won on this podcast. It's it's very exciting. And that Allison, is, you always have the ability to play the cello, so you know, don't feel too bad. <laughs> I can always fall back on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an yeah. impressive skill. And you know, the first game doesn't really mean a lot. It's just a lead up to the to the big <laughs> game. Okay. Uh, it just means you get to go first in our next game that we're going to play as soon as we come back from these very important messages. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. We're back. <laughs> now that was painless, right? Those messages were quick and fun. And important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did it. Uh, okay, so Jesse, mm -hmm. Joyce, you get to go first in this game that's going to determine our uh, winner today. Uh, it's a game called, it's the new supersized extra special uh, last man or woman Stanton. The idea is that each of you, all three of my guests today, will each pick an actor or actress that you think you know a lot of their films. And then all four of us, myself included, will take turns naming movies that feature any one of the, the three actors we end up with, with each of you picking one. So the idea is you can cherry pick from somebody else's uh, actor, you know, and, and leave yours alone to, to save for later in the game. And uh, just like in regular Last Man Stand, the last person still naming names, uh, is the winner. Naming the title of a movie that one of the three actors was in. Yeah. Got it. Okay, I got it. All right. Jesse, what's, who's your actor that you really think is in your wheelhouse? You know all their titles. 
man, like this, <laughs> this is like, it's the first name that popped into my head is, is kind of a, he's sort of a bad man, but uh, uh, Mel Gibson, that's, that's who I think I probably know his catalog better. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you just, you're, uh, you're kind of known for uh, kind of following the careers of Holocaust deniers. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what you I mean. It's, it's a peculiar, just the name popped into my head, and I think I... You got to keep an eye on him, make sure he's not up to anything, you know, just make sure he's making stupid movies. Just if, yeah, if, like, that's the first name that popped into my head. If in the course of you asking Allison and Ross, if I think of a less problematic one... <laughs> I'll shout it out, but I think I'm going with him for now. I mean, he's only problematic for me in the sense that uh, I've, I've lost track of some of these movies he makes that just go straight to video where he's mad about something that somebody did to his daughter. Right, yes. But other than that, I do have a lot of Mel Gibson titles because he was in a lot of uh, uh, you know good or at least uh, notable films. Sure. Ross, what do you think? Who's, who's your uh, go-to here? I'm going to go with a less problematic Aussie, and I'm going to go with Hugh Jackman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Incidentally, I want to make it clear, I only started watching Mel Gibson movies after. <laughs> after. <laughs> yeah. so, anyway, Jesus. go on. So. <laughs> Allison, what have you got to throw into this mix of uh, Aussie actors? I am going to say um, Val Kilmer. Oh. Nice. I like that. But I feel like strategically, if I had chosen someone less well-known who's done fewer movies, that would have been better. But, uh, but I didn't. Yeah, I mean, that's the way to go. Like, I always like to say that, you know, it'd be fun if somebody picked James Dean, you know, because then there's only three movies right. anyone could say. <laughs> but... But then you're putting yourself in a corner because you're you're you also have to continue naming movies. So or like, what if I, I had said Yahoo Serious? because like oh. he's Aussie, right? Yeah. And I don't. Then, I don't know if there are any. Oh. Well, but, be, I can't remember. Right, but if I can name four Mel Gibson titles, then Allison's out, right? Is that the? Is that am I understanding the point scoring system here? No, it's just who lasts the longest. So the no, idea right, but, is... but if Yahoo Serious has only been in two movies and uh, had a guest appearance on, uh, you know, some Australian soap opera, then, like, then by default, we win if we have more movies, right? No, because we can choose from any... We can, like, oh, you I could, could name you can do ours, too. Right. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Okay, gotcha. I want to know the second movie that, that he's... <laughs> I, I just... Okay. I so don't even there's... know the first. It's Young Einstein, and then um, I know he did a second one, right? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, am I think he did do Drop Dead Fred? No, but yes, did he? I think so. Uh, I think you're no, right. No. Oh, was that was that Yahoo serious? I, I'm, I'm getting mixed up. I'm thinking of a different comedian. Yahoo had his one shot. He had Young Einstein, and then that was that was it. But uh, I mean, he may be in other movies that were made. No, you know what? I know for a fact he he played some. He was in some movie where he played the gangster Ned Kelly that I remember seeing. The like he was like he's like Australia's Jesse James. Ned uh -huh. Kelly was oh. like an Australian bank robber type. Yeah, I'm thinking of a totally different person. I'm so sorry. So I'm positive of that. I can't remember what it's called, but he definitely played Ned Kelly because he was wearing like a iron bucket on his head or whatever. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. Um, kind of. I, I think in the story of Ned Kelly, that was apparently part of it, that it was like in the turn of the century and he like, like covered himself in like a suit of armor and like got into a big shootout. So anyway, it's not important. Look it up later. It's on Wikipedia, I bet. Yeah, and it sounds like something that's probably going to happen again in the news any day now. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. Uh, okay, so we got Mel Gibson, Hugh Jackman, Val Kilmer, the films of all those uh, men... And um, we'll start uh, with Jesse, then go to Ross, and Allison, then me. <clears throat> uh, start us off with a film that any of those three guys is in. If you can think of one that has more than one of them in it, uh, there's no bonus or anything for that, but it sure would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I start. 
So yeah. uh, let's uh, uh, Braveheart. Okay. What do you got for your first one, Ross? I'm gonna go with Logan. That's an excellent choice. Thank you. Allison, I guess you're probably gonna do a Val Kilmer since everyone's sticking close to home. Well, maybe I'll surprise you. What women want? Oh. Oh, damn. Oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'll tell you what women want. They want a maverick. Oh, there you go. Okay, now me again. So, uh, yeah. le Lethal Weapon 3. Oh, I like the way you're playing that. Thanks. It's pretty clever. <laughs> I don't I don't know what my strategy is, but... <laughs> <laughs> Ross? I'm going to go with X-Men. The, the first X-Men? Yep. Okay. <laughs> this gets a complicated. Allison? Passion of the Christ. Oh. oh. I feel like Allison's trying to knock me out of the game. <laughs> wait, wait. Does it have to be like they were in the movie or they could just have to be a... a so we're saying movies that they directed. I mean, only one of them oh, has cool. directed movies and that's, that's Mel, of course. Does um, that count from now on? So yeah, we... I, th I always in the generally future can think be directed that, too? you know, actors who direct their, their movies they direct, it's like they were, uh, you know, off-screen off character. Okay. Thanks. You know, you could just see Mel Gibson playing the, uh, in Passion of the Christ, playing the guy that's off, you know, in the background laughing. Right. <laughs> 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 um, Okay, so that, that leaves open other directorial Mel Gibson's. But I'm yeah. going to say, for my turn, I'm going to say um, Lethal Weapon. The original? Okay. Yeah. All right, got it. We used uh, to just call it, back in the day, we called it Lethal Weapon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like how it was the Great War before there yeah. was World War II. Yeah, I get it. Um, okay, uh, then I'm going to go with uh, Mutiny on the Bounty. Oh, nice. Yeah, but it's just called the Bounty, but that's close enough. Oh, really? It is? Oh, huh. yeah. okay. Okay, so uh, yeah. nice. that counts? They, they shortened it to Bounty because they had a tie-in with a paper towel company. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, is Ross? It? Well... Now that I know about the director rule, I'm going to go with Apocalypto. Yeah. I just wanted somebody to say out loud Apocalypto. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Allison? Blame is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. He was so uh, good in that. Awful familiar with that one. Are you one of those people that can't pronounce the blue at the end? Yeah, I, I feel like I overpronounce it. I do the same with the word macabre. I think people um, started, I really think that like, you know, because theater goers for years before the movie came out, were always calling it Les Mis. And I swear to God, it was just because people just could, just could not pronounce the end of that word. Right. And so it was just easier to shorten it. <laughs> Les Miserables. Miserables. Yeah. Um, okay, Les Miserables. I'm going to go with uh, Lethal Weapon 2. Mm. I will see that and raise you Lethal Weapon 4. <laughs> Very good. Ross? Uh, I'm going to go with X-Men 3, The Last Stand. I mean, you're going to have all those to yourself uh, as far as I can Because I don't remember what they're all called and what number they are and all that stuff. Nor do I. Uh, okay. Um, Allison? Mm, I'm going to go with Real Genius. Oh, fucking love that. I forgot Joe Kilmer was still in this game. <laughs> oh, yeah. That This is his first appearance. Yeah, Val Kilmer's, is. yeah, he's looming large over this whole thing. I'm going to, I'll throw down some Val Kilmer's. I'm not afraid. I'm going to go with uh, Top Secret. Mm. Shit, I was going to say that. Okay, I'm, I'll go Tombstone. Oh, yeah. I'm your Huckleberry. 
He's so good in that. That's yeah. That's probably my favorite movie, Tim Stone. That movie's probably the greatest mustache contest ever filmed. It is absolutely right. You know what's interesting about it, real quick, is I went to Tombstone, and uh, if you go to the museum and stuff that they have, like the history museum and whatever, like they have, you know, newspaper clippings from the day, from the, the, you know, the epitaph, which is the newspaper in Tombstone. Like a lot of the lines in the movie are literally quotes. Like that movie is shockingly historically accurate. Like so much of that, of the stuff that is said, the dialogue is like real stuff that they actually said. So it's kind of all the more impressive when you compare it to Kevin Costner's like nine hour version. That's just <laughs> like a big swing and a mess. So, yeah. Anyway. But interestingly, I thought Val Kilmer and um, Dennis Quaid both stole both movies in the same part. Well, Doc Holliday is like just the coolest. It's such a cool character. You can't, I feel yeah. like it'd be hard to fuck it up in a way. Okay, uh, who just got a lot of time to think? Ross. Gallipoli. What's that? Gallipoli. Okay. Oh, good one. There you go. Okay. Love that movie. I thought you were like went to the other side of the room or something. <laughs> I did. I heard a big noise outside and I wanted to investigate. Sorry. <laughs> were, I thought you were pointing to Gallipoli on a map. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, Allison. Uh, Kill Me Again. What's that? That is a Val Kilmer movie that also starred Joanne Wally Kilmer. Ooh. I had a crush on Val Kilmer a long time ago, which yeah. is why these movies are from a long time ago. Do you know where the two of them met? I'll tell you. A movie called Willow. Oh, yeah. Look at <laughs> that. That's my answer. Jesse? <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, nobody said swordfish yet, so uh, that's a Hugh Jackman movie. It's true. Ross, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for another Val Kilmer movie that um, it's, it's a long time ago, but Salt and Sea. Do you guys remember that? Oh yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, I like that movie. Me too. Allison. Kate and Leopold. Mm-hmm. That was like his first big movie. I can't remember if, I don't think I liked that movie. That had a time travel <laughs> aspect, right? Was, yeah, yeah. Like, he was charming as hell in that though. He was really charming. Right, oh, you know what I'm thinking of that I did not like and that did not have him? There was a movie called, I think it was called Alex and Emma. Does anyone remember that? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That yeah, was yeah. terrible. Yeah. That was some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, you go, Kate and Leopold. Uh, oh, so you, you you dumped out on your own Val Kilmer. I didn't. Um, I'm gonna. I, this is the Val Kilmer I like to bring up whenever his name is mentioned, and that's uh, McGruber. Mm. I didn't oh, even know he was in that. What? I haven't seen it. seen it. I need to see it. Oh my God! His last name in it is Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> He's like General or Commander Cunt. <laughs> See, you love it already. <laughs> I do. It's very clever. Okay, uh, I go with Jesse. The Saint. The Saint. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, Simon Tipler. Yeah. Back to really you, Ross. Really got to show um, off all of his little char his character acting chops, you know? Yeah. Uh, fake mustaches and shit. Uh-huh. Rubber uh -huh. noses. Um, yeah. I, I think my favorite Val Kilmer performance, aside from Real Genius, was uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good love one. That. Love that performance. Very good choice. Very good. Sir. Allison. I enjoyed him in The Doors. Oh, yeah, jeez. Yeah. yeah, he did a good job in that. Um, I enjoyed him in... This is a fun game. Oh, um, At First Sight. At First Sight. Yeah, he's, he's blind, and Mira Sorvino is oh. the woman who falls in love with him anyway. That's right. How did I miss that? That's like the point of the movie is, is that like, how could somebody love a blind person? 
It's hard because they're because blind people are crabby because they can't see anything. <laughs> they are, they are played cranky a lot. You're right. Now that yeah, Al Pacino they really, is very cranky in Seven yeah. Eleven. Yeah. Yeah, huh. they really come, come in, in the dark here. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Who moved the furniture? Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Uh, is it me again? Yeah, it is me. Okay. Uh, uh, Wait, it is? Oh, oh, yeah, because no, you just did the blind guy thing, which is what yeah, got yeah. us on this. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, the professor and the madman. What? Very recent. The professor and the madman? Yeah, it's, it's Mel Gibson's most recent project. Okay. That he directed. It's about the guy who wrote the Oxford English Dictionary. Oh. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. So, so, so who wouldn't love, you know, it's got everything. It's got anti-Semitism and a guy who writing, toiling over writing a dictionary. So it's got something for everybody. But what it's, but it sounds like it's two characters, the professor and the man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Mel Gibson and Sean Penn and Sean Penn. It's like a true story. And Sean Penn is supposedly a uh, convicted murderer uh, who happens to be, like a, a savant genius who just happens to like know every word in the world kind of like, you know, I think he's almost autistic or something cause he can, he knows all the words and, and Mel Gibson plays some kind of professor who sets out to create a dictionary and enlists his help from jail and they form a friendship. So <laughs> of course they do. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> so it's a buddy cop film with cravats set in a, <laughs> in an insane asylum in the 1800s. Oh, I love a good cravat. Yeah, I can't. I can't believe that whole that whole thing exists. And if it doesn't, you you just did the greatest <laughs> thing that's ever happened. On this show. Hey, I w- I really wish I could have just made that up on the spot. Guys, <laughs> a- after this whole pandemic is over, can we all agree to wear cravats like every day? Yeah, yeah. We'll all we'll have a screening at my place while I watch the professor and. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've never really worn a cravat except for the time that I played Dracula in college, and I always want to go back to that era. <laughs> Cravats. Well, it's also, you know, it'll it'll uh, suffice as a spare mask if you forget. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just, you just a, pull it up over your face. Yeah, it's a, it's just it's essentially a, a dicky for fancy people, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's a necky. <laughs> um. Okay, so that that was really uh, fascinating, <laughs> Ross. Ross, do you have any movies you'd like to make up now? I think <laughs> no one said Batman Forever, right? Oh, um, nope. Cool. Batman Forever. Yeah, there's still quite a few titles out left on the table for all of these gentlemen. I mean, I'm using the term loosely, of course. Allison. Um, top. No one said Top Gun, right? Um, no. why would they? <laughs> Was yeah. It? No, you're right. Yeah, okay. Well, thank you. I had to go through the list, you know. Mel Gibson, no. Hugh Jackman, no. Right. Oh, yeah, Val Mel Kilmer's in Top Gun. Mm. Okay. Iceman. I wonder if he's going to be in the new one. Did they, did they show him in the trailer? I did not. No, I didn't see him. Yeah, I don't think he is. He's certainly probably not in good enough shape or whatever. He's all about silver and turquoise now, according to a picture I saw. Who is? Val Kilmer is currently in the desert wearing a lot of silver and turquoise. Oh, oh yeah. all right. Yeah, before yeah, he that, was, he was... He was in Santa Fe. Uh, yeah. He was touring for a while as uh, Mark Twain. Yes. Oh, yeah. Where he would... He would show a movie of himself doing a one-man play as Mark Twain, and then he'd come out and uh, do a Q&A with the crowd. And, they, of course, everybody just asked him about all of his awesome movie roles and <laughs> Mark Twain. Did that really happen? And he tried to stay in character and answer... Oh, no, he didn't do it in character. He, just, he was just Val Kilmer, but oh. instead of... You know, instead of acting as Mark Twain live, he just showed the film and then came out and took questions. Oh, boy. Okay. Huh. That's yeah. odd. Huh. Exactly. 
It's like an, ev an evening with Val Kilmer and his opener is uh, Mark Twain talking for 90 minutes. <laughs> I'm in. I would, he could do no wrong as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I definitely was curious to see it. I mean, especially the Q&A part, because I, you know, I think he does have a good sense of humor, so it's probably pretty entertaining to mm -hmm. uh, listen to master the same questions he's gotten over and over again for a million years. Right. I think he ha should have had to have stayed in character as Mark Twain and then, like, try to befuddably explain what a fighter jet is when somebody asked him about <laughs> Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I bet you that does happen at Val Kilmer q and is somebody raises their hand and says, what, what is a jet engine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Explain how the planes work. All right, uh, so Allison said Top Gun. Okay, so I'm going to say... Uh, have we really done all the Val Kilmers? There's got to be some Val Kilmers left out there out there alone and frightened and scared save um, them save them okay well i'm just gonna go crazy obvious one for hugh jackman and say australia mm. oh one. no doug i meant save them <laughs> i didn't mean save them for me i meant you said they're alone <laughs> and out there and scared and i meant save them like they need rescuing nope that's not how we do it in this country we just leave them there okay <laughs> Yeah. You know what? They should have worked harder. Yeah. Jesse? Well, then, uh, going along with that theme, The Greatest Showman. Oh, yeah. Uh, I totally cut out. What, what was your answer, Allison? She said uh, Top, Top Gun. Gun. Oh. And then okay. we talked about Top Gun for a while. Gotcha. And then I said Australia. Okay. <laughs> uh... Is it my turn now then, or? Yeah, well, and then I did Greatest Showman, and then now it's you. Oh, great, okay, great. Uh, I was gonna say Prisoners with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Love that movie. Mm-hmm. Allison? I don't think we've done Wolverine. Well, I think we uh, did, didn't we? we have yeah. not. Oh, we haven't. Oh. We did X-Men. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we it's haven't just said that one that was just called Wolverine. We haven't said that. I think it's like Wolverine, X-Men, Origins, but I'll give it to you. Thank you. Just because you were smart enough to remember it. <laughs> um, oh, I'm excited to say, I haven't watched it yet, but he's in a new movie that's on uh, HBO called Bad Education. Right. I heard that was good. I want to see it. Jesse? Yeah, okay. Uh, Man Without a Face. Ooh, very good. Mel Thank Gibson, you. cool. I forgot about all that old Gibson shit. Yeah. I just hey, it's been around for a long time. Yeah, Ross? I just, that just made me think of Forever Young. Do you remember that? That's right, there you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I, Forever Young was uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, was it? Yeah. Uh, Allison? You know, when you get to the bottom of tissue box or like an adding machine tape and it's, it, there's a color to indicate that it's time to replace it, like my answers now have colors to them, meaning I'm getting to the bottom of my list. I'm just letting uh -huh. everyone know. Um, okay. Heat. Al Kilmer's in heat, that's right. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. yeah, very good. Yeah, that's been sitting there all the time. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent work. Um, I even brought up the Ned Kelly suit of armor shootout. And, yeah. and we said that maybe someday that would happen again. And then didn't connect the... Anyway, go on. Check this out. The Island of Dr. Moreau. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's fun. Jesse. Okay, my turn again. Um, I'm gonna go bird on a wire. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mel and Goldie. Yeah. That, they don't make them like that anymore. Mm -mm. Um, has anyone said the Prestige? Ah, oh, there you go. No. Cool. 
That was a good movie. I love that movie. Allison? The Patriot. Mm, Good one. That's not not good movie. Good one. (laughs) Thank you. Terrible movie. (laughs) Horrific. And I don't think I've ever been as excited to see a movie. And then (laughs) I I was super let down. So. I guess so. Yeah, that sounds sad. What's, what's the dude? The, the guy who played the he was like the taxi driver in the uh, in the old MTV commercials, Donald something. Oh, Donald. Oh, Donald Logue. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has this line like he just he plays like a like a racist to the whole movie, and then at the end, in the last battle, he turns to this uh, black volunteer soldier and he just goes, "I'm honored to serve next to you." Honored. Like he he says it twice. Like he does that awful thing where he just repeats his own line it's just <laughs> it's so bad and i wanted it to be so good anyway sorry go on oh no it's fine it just gives the other players a chance to think <laughs> yeah. Ross. I, know we're close, I know we're close to the end of mel gibson movies by the way oh yeah he's got a few what was it allison's turn or my turn it's your, your turn. turn ross here it's on you ross uh the Okay, okay, okay. I'm um, thinking of this Aronofsky film. Shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 Rachel Weiss. Oh, my God. The Fountain. The Fountain. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was the... It's just called The Fountain, right? It's not The Fountain of Youth. Yeah. The Fountain. Phew. Okay, I'm running low on my Hugh Jackman shit. <laughs> you, you know, you could... I think there's still a lot of Gibsons. Val Kilmer is uh, running a little dry, but what do you have, Allison? I, uh, I'm sifting through. I'm panning for a movie in my brain. I don't. I think I'm out. I don't think I have any more. Oh, <laughs> sorry, guys. <clears throat> it was a it was a great run. Thank you. Uh, I mean, it was. I feel like I did better than I normally do. I think you did great. Thank you. Um. All right. So. It's on Allison, you can still play the cello. Don't forget that you've always got the cello. That's my insurance <laughs> policy, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so all right, the... I'm gonna go with for uh, Mel Gibson. I'm gonna say the Singing Detective. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, he uh, played like an old guy in old age makeup in that. Right. Okay, uh, I will do uh, Dragged Across Concrete. Oh. Um, when you said that, uh, the, what you just said, Doug, I can't remember what you said, but I think about the Million Dollar Hotel, was it that? Where you had like the Singing Detective? Brace? Yes, it wasn't Million Dollar Hotel where he had like a neck brace and it was Mila Jovovich, I think. Is that, am I right? Who was? Mel Gibson. The Million Dollar Hotel? Oh, right? yeah, yeah. That sounds right. Is that right? Yeah. I don't, I actually, you might want to check me on that because I don't know if I'm right about that. No, I buy it. <laughs> Is it yeah, right, though? And, and, yeah. I, okay. I totally agree with that answer. Okay. That's all we've got. The corrections department is out for the summer. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with... Uh, Another Mel Gibson, of course. Got a few bouncing around. I can't settle on one. Um, shit. Come on, Mel. What was that one where he was like, hey? <laughs> <laughs> he was so good in that. Right? Are you thinking so of Fonzie? Like, yeah, Gibson just came in and went, hey. Um, <laughs> I don't want to take up too much of anybody's time, but it's just, I'm just slipping in and out of, oh, oh shit. God damn it. Now I can't remember which one it was. He's in a franchise, a franchise series of movies. And I don't know which one he was in. So just in the interest of time, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it and I'm gonna go to you, Jesse. Okay. What do you mean you're gonna call it? Like I'm out. You're oh really? Oh, okay. Uh okay, so the gringo. Oh, oh yeah. Shit, I was gonna say that. 
Oh, sorry. That's okay. Uh, re it's real steel. What? Real steel. That, that. Oh yeah, back to uh, oh Rocky yeah. Robots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, it's just me and Ross. That's yeah. right. Okay, so uh, Edge of Darkness. That's a more recent one too, right? No, that's like that was pre Mel Gibson being a bad person, but when he was like sort of the '90s version of Liam Neeson, it was, yeah. it was like a somebody stole his daughter thing. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, one of my favorite movies and uh, one of my first crushes, uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, when I fell in love with. Yeah. Oh yeah! God damn it! I was gonna go back and do some of those Mel movies that I totally forgot to. Okay, I'm doing so, Jesse, uh, the original Mad Max. Mad Maxaroo, back uh, to you, Road, Ross. In your face, Road Warrior. The Road oh, Warrior. Good one. Okay, uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Oh, nice. Oh shit! Uh, 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 the camera. We were soldiers. Mm. Oh, I hadn't thought of that one. Good one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, um, oh, the beaver. Oh, oh yeah. The beaver. Um, I'm a beaver on your head, <laughs> on my hand. It's just basically, is it Michael? K He's just doing Michael Caine voice. I didn't it see it. It seemed embarrassing. It's it was really like weird. First thing back, right? Yeah, it's really weird. It's like not a terrible movie, but it's but it is strange that he keeps talking to a stupid beaver puppet. And it sounds like it sounds like Michael Caine when it talks. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you got anything else, Ross? Boss level? Cuz I haven't come out yet, but I know a buddy of mine worked on that, so that's the only reason why I know about Boss Level. <laughs> Wait, that oh, hasn't come out yet? Mel Gibson movie? Or I th or maybe it's come out this year. I, oh, maybe it has to be a movie that's come out. Okay, uh, then uh, X-Men 2 Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, you got more <laughs> of those? How many more of yeah, those do you have? So many more of those. Oh, damn it. Okay, I think I'm fucked because I'm starting to get low and I didn't realize he still had more X-Men movies to go. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, I'm going with uh, The Candidate. That's a new Hugh Jackman movie. Do you know about that one? Oh, no. He plays, he plays Gary Hart. Oh. Oh. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's not what that movie's called, though. Oh, it's not? No. Uh, it's called oh, the... shit. It's called... I know what it's called. It's not called that. Oh, it's The Front Runner. Oh, damn it. That is what it's called. You're right. The Front Runner. Yeah. All right, um, we'll call that a steal. Because, yeah, it's uh, the candidate was uh, that old Robert Redford movie. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And then, but since Ross slipped in with the front runner, I'm going to call him the winner today. Congratulations, yeah. oh, Ross. You know what? That timed out great because I literally, like, cannot think. I'm out. I, like, couldn't think of a single. So, way yeah. to go, Ross. Yeah, that Thank ended you. perfectly. That was beautiful. I don't think I've ever won this show, and I'm so happy right now. <laughs> you finally did it under strange circumstances. Yeah. Uh, Allison, are you still there? I'm still here. Yes, I am. Congratulations, Ross. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for uh, for waiting around, Allison. Of course. Uh, do you have anything that you would like to plug? I would just like everyone to check out my podcasts. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Uh, and Childish. And Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Two episodes a week comes out Monday and Thursday, and Childish comes out Wednesday. And Childish, that's my podcast with Greg Fitzsimmons. We are now putting the video from our podcast up on YouTube. So go to youtube.com slash Allison Rosen for that. Um, and the video from Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm putting them up on my Patreon. And also, I'm on Cameo. Oh, nice. How much is, how much are your cameos? Mine are 35, which you might think that sounds a little high for you. Um, but it's working out for me. Do you, <laughs> yeah. Cause it, 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 you know, the, the people that are doing it are more committed and less, you know, it's, uh, less of a throwaway to those people. It's, it's, yes. more, it's more meaningful. Do you charge I, more to, pe yeah. to play the cello? Cause you should. Yeah, I've got a separate account. It's a separate okay. secret account just for my, but there, it's, it's, naked, it's naked cello vids that include my feet. 
It's, uh, it's a little cottage industry. It's helping me. Yeah. Lean time. No, I, I, I've, I've subscribed to Yo-Yo Ma's version of that. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's very similar. He's my inspiration. Yeah. Guys who are, uh, guys. By the way, this would be a much quicker game if we were naming cellists. Because <laughs> so, that's, that's, I'm out now. I don't, I don't know that I have any, and you'd think I would have a ton given my prodigious playing. Guys who are into uh, guys who are into cello players like, really like uh, elbows, knees, and feet. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, those are the only things you can see. Um, okay, so uh, Ross Marquand, season eleven of Walking Dead will happen someday. Yeah, I guess we'll see. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this pandemic ends soon, so we can actually film the the fake apocalypse as opposed to what we're. Did you hear about the murder hornets? Yeah. 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 There's yeah. murder hornets now. There's UFOs. No one it's it's I don't even think we should be filming our show at this point because it's just <laughs> it's too it's too on the nose, you know. It's it's a documentary. It's, yeah, I think uh scary. I my theory is if this pandemic wasn't happening, we wouldn't have known, we wouldn't have heard anything about uh murder hornets or UFOs. Mm -hmm. Uh I think that uh, people are just looking for anything else to talk about right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're over here. Hey, we're the we're we have some UFO pictures that we we meant to show for years, but now <laughs> nobody's paying any attention to us. Yeah. Um Jesse Joyce. Yeah. Jimmy oh. Kimmel live That's from right. his home. Yep, watch that every night because I'm working on that. And yeah. uh, then I'm just, I'm on Twitter, Jesse, at Jesse Joyce, and Instagram, Jesse Joyce One, because somebody else got there first. So. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you guys all so much, uh, Allison and Jesse and Ross. And, um, oh, what was my plug? I had a good plug I was going to do. Oh, um, Look for me constantly popping up on uh, Periscope and uh, Instagram live. And could the three of you, Allison and Ross and Jesse, uh, just take snap a shot of yourself or, or your environment, just something that represents uh, where you were at today during the show, and uh, text it to me, and then I put a little collage together for uh, promo purposes. Sure. And um, yeah, and uh, thanks to everybody for listening. And as always, Ryan, get those song ready because it's, <laughs> it's a new it's a new ending to the show I came up with. As always, we're all gonna get laid. <laughs> now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no 